0: It's on us to to win and get it done, but I think yeah, you, know, you know we've we've done a good job of building some excitement through our players and being a little bit better than people thought uh, last season. But now it's time to capitalize on that and and win at a high level this year, and then you know then it's time to sustain it. It's not you know I think in the past we've had some flash in the pans where maybe we had yeah. two or three two or three good years and some down years. I mean this has got to be sustainable. We're going to be good this year. We're going to be good the next year. We're going to be good the next year. Like it's sustainable and it's going to be. It's going to be moving forward and so you know we want people to to get involved with our program now get in on the ground floor so to speak and it's going to be going to be a fun ride here as we keep it moving
1: what's up everybody welcome to the very first edition of boot up the lsu basketball podcast I'm Cody Worsham, the digital media reporter for LSU Athletics and also the host of this podcast. Uh, I'm really excited that you could be here uh, for episode number one, which comes to you just in time for the start of a much-anticipated 2018-19 season for LSU basketball. The Tigers are, of course, uh, in the top 25 and in most of the preseason polls. Will Wade's entering his second year. There's a lot to be excited about. Uh, I'm excited about it as a basketball fan. uh, Hopefully you're excited about it uh, as well. The Tigers start the season on Tuesday against Southeastern at home. It's a 7.30 p.m. tip-off, and it's actually the second part of a doubleheader. The Lady Tigers are going to get their season underway as well at 5.30 against Sam Houston State, so uh, get out there early. Check out both games. Um, On today's episode, we have a 30-minute interview with LSU basketball coach Will Wade. Uh, He and I sat down for a half hour, really went through his roster in depth, top to bottom, every single player, uh, really broke down the roster. It was a really good conversation. Uh, After that, I talked with Skylar Mays, one of the players back from last season's team. Uh, He's a junior guard, a really good player, and a really, really smart guy, just one of the smartest guys you'll ever meet. sat down with Skylar Mays for six minutes, Had a good conversation ranging from who his smartest teammates are to the teammates he'd most like to dunk on. It was a really good talk. Uh, And then at the end, Will's going to come back for, for 60 seconds and give you a really thorough preview of Southeastern. So hopefully it's a really good episode. Hopefully you enjoy it. Hopefully you'll subscribe. You'll stick around. You'll keep coming back. We plan to do at least one of these a week for the entire basketball season. Some weeks we'll do more but hopefully every week we'll do at least one. There should be plenty to talk about. Uh, We'll review some games. We'll preview some games. We'll get some guests on. We'll get some more players and assistant coaches and former players and former coaches and media members and analysts and all that kind of stuff to really break down the game as a whole. But but the way I look at it is it's sort of like a first game, right? Like LSU is about to play their first game of the season. Your first game of the season is not going to be your best game. Like, right, you're going to go out there and you're going to try some things. And, you know, if you're good, you're good, and you'll see the good come out. But there's going to be some things that need some work. And there's going to be some adjustments made. And the team that you are in November isn't the team that you are in March. If you're a good team, Tremont Waters is going to be a better point guard in March than he is in November. Uh, Naz Reed is going to be a better basketball player in March than he is in November. Uh, I feel the same way about this podcast. Hopefully, it's going to be better in March than it is in November, but also hopefully, like, it's pretty good in November. Um, that's the goal. We're going to try to make it as good as possible, and, and hopefully it can be a space where basketball fans can come and have basketball conversations, um, which, you know, I grew up in this town. I grew up playing basketball in this town, went off and played college basketball. There weren't a ton of places to have basketball conversations, so I'm excited about the chance to to have some of those conversations with not only the LSU coaches and players, but also some of you and and uh, and some media members and and really just having a space where we can talk hoops, which is something I'm excited about. Um, but I'm also excited about the chance to introduce basketball to people who, you know, basketball hasn't always been their primary sport when it comes to following LSU. Maybe you're a football fan that that's jumping into basketball because of the success of the team. You know, maybe you're a fan that's listening to this, I don't know, two months from the, the time we're recording it and LSU's off to a good start and you want to go back to some of the first episodes of this podcast and, and get some in-depth looks from the preseason and kind of see where expectations were, that would be great. And, and I hope that this can also be a space where people who aren't as familiar with basketball can come to, to see it through our eyes for the people who have always really been big fans and love the sport. And, and hopefully um, you can learn a, a thing or two and, and be able to speak the same language and, you know, go out there and and, uh, and and help grow basketball in this community because, as, as Will says in the interview, which, by the way, we recorded this interview on the Tuesday before the first game, so literally a week before the first game, so maybe a couple news items have changed, but for the most part, everything's consistent. But like Will says in, in, in this episode, uh, in the clip you heard at the very beginning there, you know, get it on the ground floor. This is a program on the rise, and, and basketball is on the rise in Baton Rouge, and you know, if you haven't been a basketball fan or maybe you've gone back and forth between you know, basketball when, when LSU's been good and maybe being cool in the sport when LSU's not as good, this is the time to get in because this program's on the rise. They're going to do big things this year. They're going to be doing big things in the future. I, I really believe, based on the things that I've seen, um, watching, covering the team from the outside the last couple of years, now being a part of, of the LSU Athletic Department on the inside – Um, I think it's on the rise, and and so I'm excited to be a part of that. I'm excited to have you here with us. Of course, uh, the best way to keep up with future episodes is just go ahead and subscribe. Whatever podcast application you're listening to right now, just go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Uh, You can also follow me on Twitter at Cody Worsham or follow LSU Basketball on Twitter at LSU Basketball. All the new episodes will be posted there, too, so you can uh, keep things in the loop. Okay, Uh, that's enough of me babbling on for one episode. I'll be back in future episodes to babble on plenty more. Let's get straight to the good stuff. Here's LSU basketball coach Will Wade previewing the 2018-19 season. All right, here with LSU basketball coach Will Wade on the first episode of Boot Up. Speaking of boot up, you got a nice little setup here on your wall that none of our listeners can see that's – Got the state of Louisiana. It says the text boot up and you showed me this just a second ago, but you turn the light switch on and it lights up. It's a nice
0: little, uh, looks good in here. You got a nice, uh, nice makeover here in the office. State of Louisiana lights up, you know, in interest of conserving energy, we don't keep it lighted all the time, <laughs> lit all the time, but, uh. No, it's uh no, we've done a good job. Uh, Nelson Hernandez, our ops guy, has done a good job of kind of rehabbing our offices over here, making them a little bit more modern with the graphics and just the paint, and then also over in our practice facility redoing some graphics. That was a huge uh, point of emphasis for us this summer was to get that stuff better, and, and um, you know we appreciate TAF support, support of some of our donors to 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 make this happen. But uh, yeah, the office is certainly somewhere that's. A little bit better. I, I do like the state with the with, with the backlit. It looks good, especially at night. Speaking
1: of uh, summer focuses, I wanted to start with just some team and general questions with you. Um, I know every summer you visit different places. You try to pick up different things. You, you've talked a little bit about some of the things you were focusing on this summer. I know one was the road routine, routine trying to get a little bit better. On the road, um, I think another one was you changed the strength program a little bit, and then you've talked about this as recently as maybe a few weeks ago, getting better on special teams. So, how have you addressed some of those areas?
0: Yeah, those are all areas, and then really uh, simplifying our defense and making our defense something that we can make other teams react to, as opposed to us reacting all the time. Those were those were our. our, our key areas of um of emphasis you know in terms of the road game and our preparation i think we've come up with a good um you know a good solution to that we've um you know, I've tinkered with it. I've talked to a bunch of people. I've, I've talked to some football coaches about what they do and how they do things. And at some points, I think as the season went on, I was almost doing too much yeah. uh, on the road and, and, and taking up too much of their time with some things. So we're going to make it a lot more individualized as opposed to where everybody does one thing. I think that's been the best that's been the best way for a lot of teams because what works for one guy doesn't necessarily work yeah. for another guy. and You know, what makes me sleep well at night may not be what's best for the entire team. And so the whole point is what's best for the entire team. So I think we've, we've, we've come to a nice common ground with that. and I, I'm hopeful that that'll help us on the road and maybe relax us a little bit and, and, and get us, um, you know, get us, get us ready to go. So um, I feel like we've, we've made progress with that. The special teams, something that i just studied a lot because you know over 30 percent of basketballs out of a timeout or out of a huddle yeah and so you got to be really good in situations that you can script because the other part you can't really script it's just flow and and, and your players making plays and that sort of thing and so we've got to be great at the stuff that we can we can script and so we did a study on ourselves we did a study on other teams in the league um what they do, so we can have a little bit better idea on some tendencies, um, so we could self scout ourselves on some of our tendencies. Because as the season went on, our baseline out of bounds offense got progressively and progressively worse. Yeah. Our baseline defense was not very good all year. Um, so we've we've really just committed to a certain couple things there and, and tried to uh, get those areas better, which I think I think will be um, will be markedly better for us uh, this season, just based on. You know what we studied and what we've done, and, and the amount of time we've kind of shifted some time and practice to that sort of stuff. Shifted some time and in in, um, in our preparation to that that, that maybe we hadn't uh, in the past. So I feel I feel good about those areas. Our stre- our gains in strength and conditioning have been phenomenal.
1: Yeah, the better. guys look really good. I, I talked to you know a couple had lost like 10-15 pounds, and I, I know Naz was like around twenty pounds. Emmett had put on twenty pounds. I mean, they look they look really good.
0: Yeah, we look great, Coach Golden and. and Evan is GA, and, and all those guys have done a, done a, just a great job in the weight room. Um, coach came to me with a, a different plan. You know, we we pretty much done the same thing every year. We we've been doing well with it. It's been pretty effective. But he felt like that, that there was even a, a better way to do it. So we changed the plan, and um, it's worked better than I think any of us hoped. I I, I think. He would even tell you it worked better than it worked out better than he thought it would even work out because he was he was he wasn't uh, he wasn't quite as confident with it. Know. He's a pretty optimistic he's guy. He's a pretty I'm optimistic surprised. guy, but he, he he was like I think that, you know he he was pretty confident when he sold it to me that it was going to work. Yeah, I think the gains were even surpassed what he thought that we could get. I knew he knew the gains would be better, but I think the gains surpassed even what what he thought. So, but that's a credit, you know. He he sets the roadmap, but our guys do a great job. They get in there and they get in there. And work hard they get in there and get after it they've got a good uh, attitude about them in the in the weight room and and um you know i think that's been very very helpful you know we've got to um you know keep our weight up throughout the season now you lose on average about seven pounds during the season just with the wear and tear of the season and practice and games and that sort of thing and not being able to lift as much we still lift two to three days a week during the season but we're not lifting four and five days a week like we are in the off season so you know we've got to be able to compensate for that and make sure our guys uh, are doing everything they can, health-wise, uh, with how we eat, how we sleep. Uh, make sure we're monitoring all that stuff. But I feel good about the gains we made this summer. I feel good about you know some of the internal stuff that we that we've done this summer to position ourselves to have a better year and really just remain remain fresh and remain. Um, is, you know, as is, is healthy as we can be and, and as fresh as we can be with fresh legs and clear minds. And so I feel I feel really good about our progress. And now it's got to show up on the court as we get going here.
1: I was listening to some old audio last night in, in preparation for this. And I think this was like an interview that you did with, with the press before last season started right at the beginning. And you mentioned that you had never done as much defensive work with a team is that team it was like 85 15 was the ratio you said normally it wasn't quite that extreme um this is a different team there's different personnel we'll get into some of those guys individually in a little bit but where's that ratio right now how are you feeling about you, your team on, on both sides yeah, of the ball?
0: it's probably been um well, I can tell you, it's been a little bit 70 percent defense 30 percent offense we'll get more into offense as we get going here in the season that's pretty normal Uh, fairly typical for what for what we do but really defensively you know last year we were kind of a jack of all trades and master of none we weren't very good at anything but we were pretty good at a lot of stuff and we could kind of mix it up and we would find something that worked okay and then it just became a matter of could we get a rebound or not um and so you know this year we've got much more of a of a system you know coach hire he he um he kind of t- he took the lead with with our man to man defense. He he owned it and said, "Look, we got to get better here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and, and work on this." And he you know we sit, he went and visited a couple NBA teams this summer and went and did some workouts with a couple NBA teams, picked some guys brains on what they do and and, and how they do it. We picked up some new. Uh, terminology and and just ways of doing things uh, with, you know, we met with three different, uh, three different NBA teams. And so I feel, I feel good about our defensive system. I think it's a system that, um, you know, will be very, very effective for us, man to man. And then Coach uh, Coach Armstrong handles a lot of our zone stuff, and so Billy Beheim, yeah, Billy Beheim, what we <laughs> like to call him, Bill Armstrong, because he his answer to everything is just go play zone. Uh, <laughs> That's my kind of coach. But I, I could have uh, played well for him. You could have played for him. He just sets you on the wing, so That's you not right. to expend too much energy and and make sure you make your it's shots. My kind of defense. But uh, you know, he he's put some work in with our two three zone and our and our one three one, um, and then you know we we are a little bit more pressure oriented. We've, we've added some presses and and we're going to press a little bit more, pick up more, at least three quarter court, not necessarily full court all the time, but at least three quarter court. Um, And so we we pick up a little bit, a little bit more there. So we've spent quite a bit of time working on our defense, getting better on our defense. I'm not a great rebounding coach. That's not something i spend a lot of time on, but I've spent more time probably this year on rebounding than we ever have. Just working on checkouts, working on free throw blockouts, working on all the little, all the little things, just hoping to, to hoping to be a better rebounding team. I've been encouraged that you know in our two scrimmages we've out rebounded both opponents, which has been that's been very encouraging for me. That some of the time that we've put in uh, put into it's, it has really helped. Uh, you know, I've never worked for a guy who really emphasized rebounding that much, but Coach Hire worked for Larry Eustace, who may be the best rebounding coach yeah. in college basketball. And, um, you know, he, he brought some drills and some different things to us. We are able to hopefully, you know, shore up our defense where we can force the shots that we want. And then hopefully now we'll be able to rebound them and, and, and get it and, uh, and go. And it'll lead to transition offense on some long rebounds.
1: Offensively, we talked about this the other day. Um, the, the day that I followed you all around last year, I sat in there while you and Tremont went over all the plays. Actually, I have audio of it still on my phone. It's It's phenomenal, just the number of plays you all had. Uh, him and Skyler were in there Skyler's a pre-med student and he was having trouble remembering some of the plays i mean he he probably studies tougher stuff but um the the play the playbook was giving him issues this year. do you expect it to be a little bit more scaled back and a little more free for your guys just because the the change of personnel
0: yeah we've been you know last year my philosophy was I only wanted certain guys to shoot yeah and so if you only get certain guys to shoot, you needed to control the game and control who shoots it for most of the time. So we were were a lot more set-oriented. This year, it's a lot more spacing and concept-oriented, which is how we want to be. I trust the guys we've got out there. You know, we're going to have a team that's very balanced. I think we can have five or six guys that average in double figures this year. And so that's what you want. And, you know, we're going to we've spent a lot of time working on just valuing the ball, just simple passing drills. We do like elementary passing drills every day just to make sure we can reverse the ball and catch the ball where we want to catch it on the three point line and not get forced out. Just making simple, uh, simple plays. And, you know, really just we always talk about it, pace and space. Like, let's 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 run stuff at a a great pace and, and then. Let's have unbelievable spacing and then play off of the spacing concept. So we picked up a couple offensive things from some of the NBA teams we, we visited with as well. Uh, but I, I like where our offense is. Uh, we certainly still do have some sets. There's some basic stuff uh, that we run um, that we've run that have run just everywhere. I've yeah. added a couple things, a um, couple new twists in our secondary break just to take advantage of Nas and Emmett and some of the personnel that we have uh, in Darius' days. So, Um, you know, I feel good about where we are. I mean, we've had, we've been so simplistic on offense. We've probably had, um, 95% of our offense in since this summer, we, 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 we put most of our stuff in and then everything else, we're just working on space and pace and playing out of it and moving the ball and, you know, making sure the ball finds the open guy. So, um, you know, I feel, I feel confident with our guys out there. I feel confident with Trey and Sky and, we have Javante out there, we got three basically point guards out there. So we got guys that can make good decisions and force double teams on ball screens or get two to play them. And then we're playing four on three when we pass it out. So, uh, you yeah, know, I feel good about where we are. We certainly need to continue to get better, continue to improve. We're going to see some different defensive schemes. Um, than we've seen, and really in practice, we've been playing against our defense, which is the way we guard ball screens this year is, it's not a real common way to guard it in college. It's, it's, it's a little bit of a different way to guard it. There's, maybe one other team in our league that guards it like so we're playing against some stuff that we don't we won't typically play against yeah. so we've had to balance that we're playing against our scout team and making sure that we're getting normal ball screen looks that we'll play against so we're going to need to continually to adjust as we as we move through the season here
1: uh last general question and then we'll move on to um to some of the guys and and we we have to be um th- we're, we're getting into the top secret stuff here that the secret scrimmages i know you can't talk about um, who you might have or might have not played or, or any results. But generally speaking, in the game-like situations you've seen your team in, what are some of the good things you're seeing? What are some of the concerning things you're
0: seeing? You know, it's funny because the two scrimmages were two different ways. One of them was a scoring fast and one of them was a defensive, uh, you know, really just a defensive uh, you know, just kind of a tractor pull as I like to call them. So I was pleased that we were able to, you know, play two different styles of games and and be successful, uh, somewhat successful in in, in two different, two different styles of games, which I think bodes well when you're able to win, play in different ways or win with different, um, you know, with different tempos. But, um, you know, I thought, really what we didn't do well in the first scrimmage we corrected for the second scrimmage and we're much better at it and what we did do well in the first scrimmage we didn't do very well in the second scrimmage and so it's like I was explaining to our guys um, you know after the second scrimmages, we have to have healed stuff. We can't just have patches on yeah. things. So once we get something fixed, it's gotta be healed. It can't just be a patch and then we gotta go patch something else up and come back because that patch came off. That's gotta be healed. We gotta be able to move on from that and then go heal two or three other areas and go heal. That's how we're gonna be a great team. If we're just constantly patching stuff up, which is basically what we did all last year. We're just constantly plugging holes wherever wherever thing if we're constantly doing that, it's gonna be very tough for us to take the next step and be an elite team and be a really, really good team. So um, you know, I thought there was good and bad in both. Our offense was really good in one. Our defense was really good in the other. And now we need to combine those. Um, our special teams was good in one. Our special teams wasn't as good in the other. So we've got to combine all that stuff and, and, and just be better. But I was most pleased with, I thought our guys grew. Um, I thought our guys got better between the two scrimmages and the week between. And now we got to get better between them, and that, and our first game here with Southeastern. But I thought our guys grew. I thought our guys got better. I thought we made uh, better decisions. Um, I thought we were able to carry over. We did a little bit of scouting for the second one. I thought we were able to carry over some of the concepts from scouting, which was good to see. I thought our guys took it seriously. Um, you know, we kind of tried our new road routine. We, we the second one was not not here in Baton Rouge; it was away, and so we were able to, you know, try our routine out. and I thought it looked good, and yeah, looks like it'll work, good. Uh, which was important. So I think we got a lot of valuable stuff out of it. Now we've got to continue to learn and continue to grow and Continue to earn the right to, to win games from there.
1: Okay, let's talk about some some guys individually. Uh, I'm just going to kind of go position from small to big. Um, I, I was watching some, some clips of Tremont yesterday just trying to get back in the in the basketball mindset, and what amazed me about it was how many of his clutch shots I'd forgotten about because he made so many, or, or clutch plays, like the, the South Carolina jumper to tie it up at the end, completely forgot about that. Might might have been because – Tigers lost that game, yeah, but, yeah. but, um, but he, he just made so many of those plays last year, and he did it carrying such a heavy burden. Um, with the expectation that he doesn't have quite the same responsibility last year, what do you think his ceiling is this year?
0: I mean, I think he's, he's grown so much as an overall player this summer and through his experiences and just through changing his body and, and having, um, you know, having the experience of working out for those NBA teams uh, you know, I, th- I think he's going to be, he's so much more in control. He's so much calmer out there. The game's a little bit slower. You know, one of the biggest things, you know, last year, you know, he throws those hook passes off of our, off of some of our ball screen reads. You know, they kind of floated yeah. and they got there and we got good looks at it. I mean, this year they're on a zip line and they're there and we're shooting it in. And just that, you know, half second worth of timing and the split second decision making. I mean, that's, that's that's huge when you got somebody who can who can pop them around like that and do that that's that's just phenomenal and so i think just all the little intricacies all the little details all the stuff that matters to coaches and, and if you're going to be a great, great team. I think he's mastering that and his leadership and bringing other guys with him. So I feel really good about where he is and how he's positioned himself to have a really, really good sophomore year.
1: Um, you, you could end up playing, well not could, you will end up playing a lot of times three point guards together with Skyler and Javante and, and Tremont. Yeah, I um, like that lineup. Can you remember any teams that have played three point guards together? Like I tried to think maybe Boston last year may have at times played like Kyrie and, and Marcus Smart and Rozier together maybe earlier in the year, but I can't think of teams that play three point guards together other than maybe high school teams where that's all they got is a bunch yeah, of point I guards.
0: I don't know. It's a good it's a good point. I hadn't really thought I hadn't yeah. really thought about it. But I like having those three out there together. Um, they, you know, they can handle the ball, they can make plays, they can all three shoot and make shots. Um, you know, I think when we have, like I said earlier, when we got great, great pace and great space to what we're doing, those guys can drive it. You give them a crease, I mean, they're going to drive it in there and yeah. create rotation and either make a play for themselves or make a, you know, make a pass and assist for somebody else. So, um, I, I like having those guys out there. I mean, Skyler Mays, he he may be the most improved guy on our team. Uh, That's what you said last year. He's such a, I mean, he's he just keeps getting better. He's yeah. such a hard worker and. Um, He's so conscientious about what he does. He's in the gym every day. I, mean, I had to shut him down at one point this summer because I thought he was going to hurt himself. Uh, and that, that's what you—that's what you want. So I just—I mean, I wish I could I wish I could have ten of him.
1: How do you shut him down? You just like lock him out of the gym. Yeah, you
0: tell him he can't come in. He takes instruction well, but <laughs> but uh, he went he went out of town actually for a couple of days, which yeah. was which was good for him. But I mean, he's just um, he's the type of kid you just absolutely love to coach. Yeah. I mean, I I, I mean. I'll cry when he leaves. (laughs) Still got (laughs) two more years. I know. I know. Thank goodness. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, he's just, um, just a dream to coach. Been that way since the day we got here. And, you know, you're happy when you see guys who work so hard be Mm. rewarded. We're not into, you know, we're not into handing things that you don't deserve. But I mean, the kid deserves every accolade you can put on him and, and um, with how hard he works and how conscientious he is, he's a really good player. I mean, I think people think, I mean, he's a great student and all that too. He's a darn good basketball player. Yeah. He can make a lot of money playing basketball before he gets into all the medical field. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, he, he's, he's playing at a really, really um, high level and just does everything that you, that you want on and off the court. Um, Javante,
1: you mentioned with him at a press conference last month or a few weeks ago, that he had a Friday that was one of the most impressive things you've ever seen. What can you tell me about that day? I, I asked him about it at Media Day, and he he gave a little insight. But what would you see? For-
0: I did some stuff in the football stadium in the morning. Then he lifted, uh, and we came back and did some conditioning. Then he came back and practiced for two hours and didn't miss a wrap. And then we did a little extra conditioning after, it. Was a pretty rough day, and um, you know he, he he conquered it and got and, and, and not just got through it, but got a lot better and. No, he our, you know he brings a toughness to us an edge to us that that we really um, need he plays so hard and he wants to win and wants to do well so bad um, you know we've got to polish some things up you know yeah. he, he plays plays so hard now we got to get him to play hard and play with purpose and and, and understand you know some, some some next level concepts but um, I can't fault his effort I can't fault anything that he does because he's such a such a hard worker and, and um, wants to be so good and, and has such a pride about playing for LSU, playing for Louisiana. Um, and, you know, it's on us as coaches to continue to get him better, to continue to teach him. He always wants extra film. He always wants extra work. And uh, that's what you want when somebody who's hungry and thirsty for more.
1: Off the ball, guys that'll play on the wing, Daryl can play there. He, he did it last year. Marlon Taylor is a new guy that, that fans may not know about. They'll know about him soon enough. Phenomenal he'll have athlete.
0: Some, he'll have some crazy dunks. He, uh, he
1: he's one of the fastest jumpers I've ever seen. If that makes sense, he gets from from floor to peak like quicker than anybody I've seen.
0: Yeah, he's he's some he's some kind of athlete. He's a he's as good athlete as I've been around in, in, in a while. But uh, you know, he um, him and Daryl will certainly help. Daryl, you know, brings a toughness to us, an edge to us, defensive presence. We can put him on you know somebody, and we can pretty much kind of count that that guy's going to be. You know, taken out of the game, and then we can play four on four other places. Uh, You know, he has a good understanding. He's a he's an excellent shooter. I mean, he got to the point where this summer he was shooting it so well. We made him shoot with the lights off, so he couldn't hardly see the basket, so he could just shoot it based on muscle memory and repetition. He was making. We have a 125 shot drill. He was making. You know, regularly somewhere between 110 and 115 out of 125 threes and then when we turn the lights off he makes somewhere between 90 and 95 most of the time um so i mean he just he um he's got a you know he can really really shoot you know we got to get him shot ready and and be ready but he's going to be a big beneficiary of some of the other guys that we have and being able to move the ball and find him you know there's gonna be games where he hits five and six threes yeah um so we're excited about him and marlin's a guy who brings an athleticism to us we you know you heard me last year complaining we didn't have long athletic wings and so you it know it's the if, you, if you're gonna complain you might as well go get one um <laughs> so we went and found one and um very pleased you know he got a little banged up a couple of weeks ago we're hopeful we'll have him back for the southeastern game if not we should have him back for the greensboro game that friday but you know he was really coming on in practice he can he can shoot it uh, he's a great cutter and, and, and finishes well around the rim. He can be an elite offensive rebounder from the three spot. And he can be a lockdown defender, uh, help us rebound the ball. So he brings a lot of a uh, lot of things that we're missing as a team, a lot of things you need as a team if you're going to be a good, complete team. He brings a lot of that to the table for us.
1: Give, give us a, uh, a quick insight into the three freshman bigs. Emmett, Nas, Darius—you know, three, three highly recruited kids that yeah. you got on campus.
0: They're all very, all very different, uh, different guys. You know, Daze, um, boy, just he really knows how to play. He's got a great way about him on the court. The ball finds him. You know, he's got a good way of moving and screening and popping, and just has great feel for what he's doing. Um, really, really pleased with him and how he's progressed. He's been a little banged up too, and we got to get him. Uh, we got to get him fully healthy, but he's somebody that's going to really, really help us this year. Emmett brings a just a, a nastiness to us and a uh, you know ferociousness to us when he when he plays around the rim and how hard he plays. You know, it's one of those guys you got to kind of tame him back a little bit, which which you'd rather do than have to get him going. Yeah. So he's um, you know he's a, he's a really. Uh, he 's a great person, but he plays so hard he seals he does a lot of little things he, you know i 've challenged him to you know try to be our leading rebounder this year go get every ball don 't accept lockouts, go to the offensive glass, continue to defensive rebound and go up there but he 's really uh, progressed these last two or three weeks i 've been really, really proud of him uh, he 's getting better he 's been able to carry over some things from practice and film, or from film to practice and practice to the scrimmages. I think maybe as much as anybody over the last three weeks, I think he's improved. And then Nas is just an unbelievable natural talent. Uh, he has great feel for the game, knows how to play. Uh, we run a lot of stuff, you know, through him. We want to get him the ball in the long post, the low post, you know, out outside on the perimeter. Because when he has the ball, good things happen for our team. That's not just him scoring. Obviously, him scoring is part of it. But being able to create rotation by having people come to him. And, you know, teams are going to have to double him down low. And he's just a great passer. And he's 6'11", so he can see over a lot of double teams. And, you know, once we play out of a double team, you're playing four on three. So, you know, he brings a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of good stuff to the table for us. But all three of those guys are... Very very talented. They're they're good workers and and they're they're learning what we do and what it takes at this level. And I think we're obviously going to have some growing pains here as we get going. But by the time we need them to be really really good, I think they're going to be battle ready and ready to go. All
1: right. Well, we will uh, wrap up the individual talk with kind of lumping in a bunch of guys together because I uh, I steered you into a corner here with time uh, bad point guard play for me. Um, the th- three new guys: Andre Hyatt, uh, Daniel Kingsby, Cortese Cooper three later additions to the class what, what do you expect from them well?
0: yeah we're you know uh Cooper and Hyatt we're gonna we're gonna uh redshirt um they're both guys they're both developmental guys uh Hyatt you know coming off of knee injuries we're gonna really get after it in the weight room with him Cooper needs to get in the weight room to get some strength he's a good offensive rebound he's gonna be a good player in time Kingsby's had some medical issues and so we're still Trying to figure out, you know, if it's best for him to redshirt, then we're going to redshirt him. But he can help us. I mean, he's a he's a he's a pest defensively. He's lightning quick with the ball. There's some things he can do uh, to really help us. So we're still figuring that out. But we feel all we feel really good about where those guys are, and then certainly what they're what they're going to become. And then we're excited about Cavell Bigby Williams too. We're excited about him down low. He played really, really well in, 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 in the scrimmages, and you know he he brings a shot blocking presence that we haven't had. Uh, he tries to block everything down there, which which is great, and so he's going to be a really good addition, and and you know brings some game experience in the Pac-12, a high major league. He brings some NCAA tournament experience, which is where we hope to go. So there's just a lot of a lot of stuff that he brings to the table that's going to help our team out. I found some good stuff speaking of old audio on you
1: talking about Cavell last year. When you were bemoaning the, uh, the the lack of shot blocking. We don't last want year.
0: we don't want another I'm not gonna say we'd want we'd another up to five more games if we'd have had him last yeah. year. Just his rim protection and rebounding, the way he runs the floor. I mean you should see him when he takes off down the floor now. It looks like he's shot out of a cannon. Yeah. I mean he's just boom, he's gone. End to end very, very quick.
1: Um love for the walk ons. You got that as from a former walk-on <laughs> myself. You got two. We got good two ones.
0: really good yeah. ones, Marshall from Ponchatoula and and, and Will Reese from anacoco. Uh, they're both good. They, you know, they can both play and and help us at, at times and in spurts. And so it's good to have local guys. And uh, you know, they're both good shooters. Will's a little bit taller and rangier, and and um, you know, Marshall's just can make everything. And so great guys. Great to have them on the team, and gives us a good look when they're on the scout team. You know, we've got a pretty good scout team. You know, right now, you got daniel because he's still out a little bit. You got Marshall. You've got Hyatt. We play Will Reese at the four, and you got Cortese yeah. at the five. Like They can give us a realistic look. They can give us a pretty good look on some things.
1: Okay, let's uh, let's jump into the fan questions. I'm calling this segment Good Question. Um, okay. And there were some, some good questions this week. Um, I'm going to start with one that's outside of the box. This is from Austin Lab, at lab underscore Austin on Twitter. Uh, he says, Coach Wade, absolutely love what you're doing. Can't wait for the season. If you had to steal a starting five for the hardwood from Coach O., which five Tiger footballers are your starters, and vice versa? Which of your guys would you love to see on the gridiron? That's a good question. <laughs> it's a
0: really good. That's a really good question. Well, we need a little bit of height, so I'm going to take uh, Sullivan and Anderson from yeah, our receiving corps. Yeah, Yeah, we sit down there on the sidelines, and those guys are some physical uh, physical specimen specimens. Um, you know, I've heard through the grapevine. Um, our players and just other people i've heard giles was a really really good shooter in Let's high shoot school I heard he may be our shooting guard I heard he can really he can really really shoot it and then uh, you know i believe you got the best athletes sure. no matter what sport you're going to win no matter what you're playing and so uh you know Delpit, i'd have to have <laughs> him he's a ball hawk he'd be a heck of a defender oh yeah and Brady uh, williams you'd have to take him I mean, he's long he's rangy one of those guys, I guess, would have to play point guard, but we, we, we could figure that out. But they got some, you know, those football guys are some unbelievable athletes. Actually, from our team, Daryl Edwards was a quarterback in high school. Uh, he actually played, uh, he goes out and plays catch with some of the football wow. guys in the summer. But he was actually a pretty good, uh, uh, pretty good little football player. Uh, Marlon Taylor came for the spring game and <laughs> had him meet with Verge, who's our sports supervisor. Verge was trying to talk him into playing football. So Verge I said, I said, "Verge, you, you work it's with awesome. basketball now too, man." <laughs> but but Marlon's, uh, like we just talked about, you know, world class athlete and um, and somebody that uh, could could play uh, could play just about anything. Uh-
1: a guy that you know, a guy that I know, Greg Graber asks, how's your run streak?
0: <laughs> run streak's going strong. So we got, I uh, got three and a half in this morning. So we're, we're keeping it moving here. Um, all right, let's pick one more from this bunch and we'll get you
1: out of here. This is a good one from Dan Davis. Um, th- this is a big picture question. How do you orchestrate culture change at a place uh, where basketball hasn't had a sustained
0: successful history? It's a good question. You know, I think You know, number one thing now is we got to deliver. We got to win. People want us to win. We've 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 got excitement. We've we've piqued people's interest, and now we got to win. And I tell people all the time, you know, LSU, you know, the reason we have such a rabid following in baseball and football is because we've won for a a long time, and our people expect to win. Everybody likes a winner, and our people care. If you're wearing purple and gold, and they're keeping score, they they want to win. They don't care what it is, and so you know, I think. You know, it's on us to, to win. And when we win, uh, there's no doubt to me that you know, if, if the past is any any um, predictor of the future, that, that fans will pack the PMAC, people will come out, and um, you know, we'll have a, a you know, people will be really really excited about about basketball here. So, um, you know, it's on us to, to win and get it done. But I think yeah, you know, we've we've done a good job of building some excitement through our players and 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 you know, a little bit um, maybe. Um, being a little bit better than people thought uh, last season. But now it's time to capitalize on that and and win at a high level this year. And then, you know, then it's time to sustain it. It's not, you know, I think in the past we've had some flash in the pans where maybe we had yeah. two, or three, two or three good years and some down years. I mean, this has got to be sustainable. We're going to be good this year. We're going to be good the next year. We're going to be good the next year. Like, it's sustainable and it's going to be – going to be moving forward and so you know we want people to, to get involved with our program now get in on the ground floor, so to speak and it's going to be going to be a fun ride here as we keep it moving starts Tuesday can't believe it's already here coming quick coming quick so we're uh, we're excited to get going can't wait to uh, boot up into PMAC on Tuesday there we go all right that's Will Wade LSU basketball coach coach appreciate your time
1: thanks Cody All right, here with LSU junior guard Skylar Mays uh, entering his third season with the Tigers. Uh, for those who don't know, Skyler is a really good student. He's a, a pre-med student, but he actually switched his major from biology to kinesiology, so um, he had to take some, some courses, some freshman courses this semester, which means he's in class with some of his uh, his teammates, and he's making study guides for them. So uh, tell me what's that, what that's like, being in class with some of those young guys, and, and how detailed are these study guides?
2: Yeah, I, I go uh, above and beyond with mine. Uh, just try to Put my teammates in the best situation to do well in class, and uh, I'm in a uh, Canice 2501 with Javante, Darius, and Marlon. So uh, I make sure they're good come test day. Who's the most studious of those three? Marlon. Well, I think Marlon's doing the best uh, with what I what I, what I give them. So uh, yeah. All right. Speaking of study guides, uh, I remember last year I followed you guys around for a day,
1: and I talked about this with with Will earlier on the podcast, but. I sat there while y'all went over the playbook and it was unbelievable how many plays y'all had. Like, I mean, just I have an hour of audio of you guys going through hook one, hook two, all Mm -hmm. this different stuff. Um, But I talked to Will and he said that that's been scaled back a little bit this year. It seems like maybe not as many sets and a more Mm -hmm. open offense. What's that like from your perspective out there running it on the floor?
2: Yeah, we still got the hooks in play, but um, a lot of uh, just being in practice and in the flow of practice, a lot of it is just trying to make play in the first six to eight seconds. And uh, Or just, you know, getting the ball at a certain spot and just kind of playing off of it. And I feel like we have a lot of cerebral guys uh, who are able to make plays with and without the ball. So uh, we can kind of play a lot more freely. When you look back at last season, a big turnaround for you
1: guys from, from that first year where y'all lost so many games in a row in conference last year. You guys win eight games in the conference. You make the NIT. What's the best memory? Is there an individual game, individual play that stands out to you that, you know, really shines from last season?
2: Uh, probably my favorite play was um, Trey's, uh, Trey's game winner at A&M, but uh, probably my favorite moment, I would say, is uh, watching Reed in uh, the Mississippi State yeah. game senior night. I'd, I'd definitely put that uh, at the top of my
1: list. All right, let's start first. I know you're a big gym rat. You're always in the gym. Uh, which of your teammates is,
2: is right up there on your level or, or close to your level as far as being the biggest gym rat? Cavill, for sure. Cavill. Um Unbelievable worker, Uh, comes with the right mindset every day, and I'm proud of the uh, progress he's made um, from his redshirt year to uh, now. And you know, I expect him to have a great year for us. All right, the next one is who's your most confident teammate? You can go two ways with this: either the guy
1: that's just naturally confident, or the guy who's like the Nick Young of the team, who's like irrationally confident.
2: So go whichever way you want. Yeah, I could give you both. Daryl's definitely the most confident. He's got a competitive edge. He always wants to beat you. He always wants to one up you. Just, just how he is, not in a uh, not in a bad way, in a great way, yeah. honestly. But uh, the Nick Young is Marlon Taylor. Marlon <laughs> Taylor, no question. Give me an example of uh,
1: some irrational confidence that, that Marlon has. Marlon,
2: uh, when the, when in the Nick Young way, I think I just he loves to dance after uh, in the summer during after uh, we were done on Friday because we went and practice on. And, uh, on the weekends, he'd always have his—he's uh, always have his beat spill, and he'd be playing music like just <laughs> celebrating the week being over. All right, who is—who's um, your funniest teammate? The guy that can always make you laugh. Funniest teammate, God. Mm, it's between Nas, it's between Nas, Javante, and Cortese.
1: So, the new guy is bringing the humor yes, to the locker room.
2: Yeah. Different types of humor. Naz Nas yes. seems like a quiet guy from from the outside. No, Naz is a big kid. <laughs> he's a kid. Like, and he's young. I mean, yeah. you, you look at him and he, you don't realize that he's. I mean, I think he just turned 19, wow. like in August or something. Yeah. But, man, he's. Those guys are funny. Him and Javante are really funny. Who is the guy on the team in practice that you hate guarding
1: the most, whether it's he's just difficult to guard or, you know, he takes cheap shots from coaches and looking or whatever off the ball. Uh, Who's the guy you hate guarding the most in practice?
2: I'd say uh, Trey's the toughest to guard. Um, so quick, um, so, such smart player, and uh, always pretty much always, always makes the right play. But I hate uh, if I have to switch on to somebody. I don't like to switch on the Emmitt. Um images And it's really strong Yeah, like, he's active Imit, Yeah, active, active That's the perfect word Alright, let's do a couple more Because I'm looking over the TV cameras And I, I think they want to get
1: you here in a second Who's the teammate you would most like to dunk on? Dunk on Or the one, I mean, you, I'm sure you've done it in practice The one you've I'm enjoyed not dunking, not on dunking on the most on a couple.
2: I'm not putting names out Most <laughs> I'd like to dunk on uh, hmm. Co- nice. Coaches are eligible Probably to nice. throw NAS. Probably nice. Yeah. Who's the the one you'd least like to be dunked on by? Emmett. Emmett dunks so hard. <laughs> he always he almost breaks the rim. I really think he's going to break the rim in practice. Yeah. All right. Last one. Um,
1: goals for the season. Just the, you know, Will's talked about. He thinks you can shoot forty percent from three this year. He thinks you're going to have a bunch of guys scoring in double figures. Mm-hmm. What are some individual goals you've you got an eye on, and, and then some team goals as well?
2: Uh, I want to get some defensive accolades. Uh, I want to put a. Uh, a name on it or anything, but I definitely want to get uh, make some big strides defensively and uh, yeah, just doing my part to help the team win, that's uh, that's what, something I've always taken pride in, just being a team captain, be being a leader that's pretty much me Alright, that's LSU junior guard Skylar Midge on the very
1: first episode of Boot Up Skyler, appreciate it man. Alright, appreciate it All right, here with LSU basketball, Coach Will Wade for our weekly 60-second scouting report. So, Coach, first game, Southeastern. Uh, Give us the rundown. What are you expecting from the Lions? Give us, uh, you know, players to watch, matchups to watch, that sort of thing.
0: Veal the the guards, really good. Top 20 in the country last year in assists uh, and top 20 in the country last year in steals. Uh, Von Julian, transfer from Tulane, uh, very, very good player. Um, You know, their big guy, Greenwood, good offensive rebounder good finisher you know they're going to set a bunch of internal cross screens which will be difficult for us to guard we got young guys are going to have to guard it right every time which is not the not the easiest thing to do and so you've got to you got to have you know when you're that situation they run you gotta have four defenders on the same page to guard it so we need to do a uh, do a good job there they do a good job in special teams so we need a good job keeping them uh, keeping them off balance uh with their baseline out of bounds offense so be a good uh, good first test to us coach ladner does a good job and we need to do a good job shutting down the shutting down field the guard